Hey guys, I got a special deal for you, our listeners, from our new sponsor, Audible.com. That's right. If you go to audibletrial.com slash firmwareupdate, you can get set up with a free 30-day trial of their service that'll give you a free audiobook. The best part of that, you can cancel at any time, including during that trial period, and keep that free book that you got. Doing so not only gets you a free audiobook, but it helps the show out tremendously. You can select any audiobook you want, including Ready Player One, a futuristic story on the possible future of VR, or Extra Lives, a piece on why video games are art and important to our daily lives. So go do it, audibletrial.com slash firmware update. Once again, the book is yours to keep or stay with Audible and keep getting books every single month. Once again, that's audibletrial.com slash firmware update. So go get your free book. Surge. Surge is strong within me, Joe. Uh, are, did you order a six-pack of that stuff from uh, Amazon or something? Are they still selling out there? This game should have been sponsored by the Surge. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that Like everyone who does a Let's Play of this game does that spoof by having the Surge logo. <laughs> uh, folks, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a uh, firmware update review as we play the Surge. 13's latest entry into it. We, I've been playing the heck out of this game. How much would you say? I platinum the game. It's, <laughs> uh, I, I gotta give this, I'm gonna start off by giving this game some props, Joe. This is a good idea, because, <laughs> you know, it's a Souls-like game. Let's just get that out of the way. But, it's typically when you think of games like that, it's based in fantasy. You see, you'll see dragons, you'll see folklore, mythical monsters, and all that stuff. And you're basically, you know, wielding basic weapons and whatnot. Surge decides to go in a different direction, though, Joe. This takes place in the future. As uh, you're basically, like, imagine if you bought, uh, you remember those old school alien uh, toys where you had Ripley and that exosuit? Uh, Yeah. Like, imagine if you, like, bought, like, every variation of that exosuit ever (laughs) and you dipped uh, one of the action figures in glue and just rolled it through it. That's like that's what this game is, and it's it's super fun. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, the game it takes place in the future. Essentially, you play a character who uh, is going to work for this company called Creo, who uh, is this uh, basically this this world's version of Apple. And you're going there, and there's actually a fun little reveal about said character, which. I'm tempted to just go and say because I'm pretty sure it's been shown all over the place, but it's a fun reveal, you know, that I'll I'll just let people experience. But you go there, and things go all crazy, and you wake up, and you're now in the exosuit, or at least the framework of it, and you find yourself in a junkyard, and things have just gone all to hell, and that's how the game starts here, and. I real the idea behind it, and especially the way they progress with the story, is really really good. Because much like uh, with other games like this, the story isn't exactly just laid out in front of you. You get to piece it together, either with like audio logs you find, and just seeing things throughout the environment. And this game is pretty dark. It's very dark. It's actually we'll just go home out and say it's dark. And uh, <laughs> it's uh, 
and the twists and turns it takes as well as the story is like really really well done and uh it actually takes me back to uh, my retail days joe you, you did retail right yeah for two whole years at best buy uh good times anyway <laughs> <laughs> not really but anyway you re- you ever watch a uh, company video or- all the time you, uh, you never get away from company videos if you work for a large corporation. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> there's, there's just no ways about it. Like one, one of the ways that they, they uh, do the story in this game, which I really have to talk about because it was like because I've seen so many of these that the fact that they did this is so amazing. But th- throughout each level, there was like a number of company videos for Creo done with this one guy named Don Hackett. And at the beginning, they're pretty much, it's actually a really well done <laughs> company <laughs> video or parody of it where they're, ta- where he'll talk about how great Creo is, what they're doing to help the earth, which actually is quite key to the story. And then it gets to a point where he starts interviewing the presidents of the company and stuff. And at a certain point, let's just say it takes a turn and that's when not only things start clearing up, but you start to see exactly what the company is all about. Like how they, how they use that is really good. And just the fact that they, there are company videos in the video <laughs> uh, is uh, super, super good. And as far as a game like this, this is the, probably some of the best combat I've ever seen in, in one of these. Uh, the, the big thing here is uh, you can target a limb. You can target the head, the chest, the legs, or an arm. And uh, if there's armor on that piece of uh, limb that you're fighting, you can do this really cool little, uh, chopping animation when you weaken them enough. And you, if there's a piece of armor on it, you can get that piece of armor, make it, and then uh, use it to, to make uh, your suit of armor here. And it's really, really good. Uh, I, I enjoyed it. It puts an essence of strategy as I'll have to avoid, I'll study the opponent. Like, do I need anything of his or am I trying to get done in a hurry? Do I want to target an unarmored piece of limb or it would it be, which is the safer bet? Cause you know, if you target the legs, you can cause them to stumble, which will give you more time to do a combo and what have you. It's really, really good. Um, and the armor pieces that, that are here are actually really, really interesting. Now, some people were saying that, or were wondering, or is it going to be like uh, Gundam? Are you making yourself out to look like Gundam? <laughs> well, are you, Malcolm? Uh, yes and no. There are some pieces <laughs> that, like one in particular, that was, uh, you can tell where the inspiration came from, Iron. And, uh, <laughs> but for the re- most part, so they're just uh, really, really interesting takes on uh, the whole power loader suit, suit from that Aliens movie. Uh, the weapons despite being kind of limited with the type that they that they have are really good uh you, like one of them is a bow staff which uh despite the guy like having never fought in his life he's really really professional with a bow staff <laughs> it's always the way isn't it <laughs> i know he's like freaking yoda with that thing but uh there's that there are twin rigs which are essentially like claw like weapons they're like uh these gauntlets with like pr- like a protruding weapon on either side of the arm. They're your DPS style thing. Uh, single rigged, which is usually like something uh, attached to the arm of one of your arms. And, you know, you do various combos with that. And as well as single hand, which are usually like swords and what have you. Mm. 
and uh, each one of them has uh, each weapon has its own unique. Uh, I was going to say kata, but I don't know how many people know that. But each one has their own little ammunition animations as well as range and uh something i complained about in uh, deck 13's last game which was lord of the fallen if you remember that one uh, okay yeah the uh, range has gotten much better with this one like i that was what killed it for me with the last game but this time around i was really enjoying using fighting and even to a point looking forward to combat with like all the various enemies because it's a lot of back and forth you know moving around really quick it, it resembles a really good fight and for that part i really enjoyed it as well as the strategy that went into the now as far as like leveling and stuff like that goes it's not like traditional games like this there's no like boost your x level and it raises your your hit points your your you know your endurance your vitality and da 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 uh if you level up you you have a core which is sort of like tony stark's uh what, what what is that bit called and that's in his chest uh the arc uh, reactor or whatever yeah that's what that you have essentially one of those that but they call it the core mm. and you can level it up every time you do so it raises you 1 hp however by raising your core it allows you to use implants and this is really where you're able to do able to level up cuz some of them extend your health bar some of them ex- extend your uh stamina meter which is how you run and do combos and what have you some extend your energy bar now as you land consecutive attacks it enables you to do certain things such as use your drone which is kind of like the equivalent of magic in this game or to do those uh really cool chopping animations that'll end a fight you have to use a bit of you have to use a certain amount of your energy bar to do so so but you can't put on the implants if you don't have enough core or enough core points in order to add them all up. So, like, if you have 10 and you want to use this uh, core implant that uses 15, you can because you don't have enough, for instance. So I do, I did enjoy that because, you know, it made, made me look forward to finding new stuff and wanting to explore the areas to try and find, find the latest implant as well as uh, wanting to fight as many people as possible to... Uh, to get to get those points mm. now at you joe as well as a, quite a few people are probably <laughs> hearing souls like and like ah oh, i don't want to deal with something like that sounds like it's going to be hard da, 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 da. i won't say it's not hard that there's I, I i will say that as somebody who's played these games quite a bit i adapted pretty quickly but if you're worried about uh it being too hard i would argue that if you've ever been curious about playing a game through like this this would be the one to go to mm. in fact if anyone was like were to come to me and say hey Mal- I, malcolm i'm interested in a souls game but i don't know if i'm ready to go ready to do something like those i would recommend that they play the search this is like this is the perfect point to like test it out how you like this game is you play this game and you're cool with it then I would say you're ready to go on to Souls and whatnot, because there is a lot of stuff that the game does to help you out. Like, for instance, the old, old uh, if you die, you lose all your, po- all your well, souls. It's scrap in this game. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and, but that does happen, and it's a little more annoying in the case that you have, like, two and a half minutes to get there before it disappears. However, 
when you get to the rest area, you can bank all the scrap. So you don't need to worry about wandering around with like 2 million bits of scrap in your, your deposit. You can just deposit them, deposit them all at these things and it'll save it for you, for you. So you can die as many times as you'd like. It's still going to stay there. Okay. Yeah. So it, it's very like wor- worryless about it. Like, like you just you. So I would just like stay in one area, be like a bunch of enemies, come back, deposit, rinse, and repeat. And it helped me out quite a bit, and uh, it lowered the anxiety, yeah, of like fighting, of bumping into a boss or going through this long stretch and what have you. Which for some people that's why they play it, but if some people aren't looking for that stress, this is great. As far as like dipping your toe in the water and seeing how you like it, hmm. yeah, because uh, yeah, because that like even in games that aren't meant to that don't necessarily are designed that way, like say Persona Five, where it's like, oh, I fucking forgot to save and I died <laughs> in this dungeon and I have to go back two hours. Like that's just not a feeling that that many people care for. So it's it's always good when when uh, contingencies are put in place so that that kind of thing is minimized. Yeah, exactly. And as the as far as the level layouts, they do they make a good job of making use of like shortcuts, which makes it extremely happy when you find one because you, you'll go through a, a bit of a level for a little bit, and then you open that door and you're like, oh, this is just before that red stop. Thank freaking god! And <laughs> you just run back, deposit, then you go through that new shortcut and you can go about your business going through there. Not saying uh, you don't get get to bump into some uh, challenging instances or enemies but you know overly it was like pretty pressureless like i don't want to i want to say pre- like it's nowhere near the anxiety i had playing like dark souls or anything like that <laughs> right so i enjoyed it and i also thought the challenge was really fair too so oh in all uh, i enjoyed playing it like to a point where once again i platinumed it it went <laughs> it went from me telling joe okay I've done about 40 hours. I'm at the second to last part. I'm good to go. Then, like, the next day, okay, Joe, I beat the game, kind of. I think <laughs> we, I can go here, too. And then, all right, I've I gotten the other ending, and then I platinumed it. So, uh, and that's another thing. As far as a Souls game, this is a really easy challenge, a really easy platinum, I feel, out of all. Because uh, another thing they do with the bosses is is they offer an optional challenge. Like, if you just want to beat them and get on with the game, you can just, uh, you can follow certain, what you're supposed to and just get through it, and you get a fun weapon. However, if you fight them a certain, and do something a certain way during the fight, then you get even, an even better version of the weapon, or you can get more stuff. Like, uh, for instance, one of the second to last boss of the game is this one called Black Cerberus, where... He's basically this armored-up guy. Now, if you were to face the guy normally, you would be rewarded with his weapon and a schematic for whatever piece of armor you chopped off. However, if during the fight you get uh, his, uh, his drone that he summons middle of the fight to destroy two tanks, you get every bit of his armor as well as an even more powered-up version of his axe that he uses to try to kill you. So what would normally take you five or six playthroughs to get, you can just get in one gameplay. Hmm. And that's an interesting idea. Like That's something I do hope that other games take notice of, because I, I like that, because the, the optional challenges do make the bosses more of a challenge, but I, I didn't feel too overbearing. And uh, it you get something even better 
than you would have gotten just doing it normally. So I do hope that they make use of that going forward. Yeah, that's yeah, because uh, yeah, like you said, normally it'd be what like multiple playthroughs or multiple fights with that dude. Exactly. Uh, like, and that's another tip if you're getting trophies in a Souls-like game. Uh, get as many of them as you can on the first playthrough because it just gets more and more tough as you play through. <laughs> you know, like, if you do it right, you can get the platinum in one and a half playthroughs in this game. Because hmm. most of them are just doing, like, side missions. And then there's one where you either say there's two trophies. You get one by helping this character all the way or... And there's another one you get by giving her the finger. So you sort of have to, <laughs> you sort of have to do do at least two playthroughs there. But and I was a little worried that all oh, this will take forever and be even harder. But like, no, I already know where everything is. So like, even though they, <laughs> I will say for the second playthrough, they will add these like a really beat, souped up enemies that can make your day, let's say, a little bit more difficult. But for the most part, it's just uh, slightly souped-up versions of the previous enemies you fought before. And any, and I'm talking to someone who spent a good amount of hours just grinding and leveling up all my armors so they were as powerful as possible as well as my weapon. So maybe for me, it was uh, slightly challenging. But if you're just speedrunning through this game, they, they'll give you a rough time. Mm, okay. So, so far, I sound like I really enjoy this game, Joe, but <laughs> as comes with every review that I do, I do a top 10 issues that I have with this game. Are you ready? All right. All right. Number 10. So, as I said before, this is made by Deck 13, who made a game called uh, Lords of the Fallen. Now, I don't know if you guys remember or played that game, but... They, they spent a good amount of time on it. They created all this lore, all these weapons, all these characters, and... In the end, the game wasn't widely received, and they just pre- and they pretty much scrapped the franchise. It feels like hmm. so. Number ten on this one, it feels like I, I'm I'm trying to be careful how I put this because this, <laughs> if I say it wrong, it's going to say sound like I'm saying they're lazy, but it's not. But it feels like like the the levels. <laughs> it feels like they didn't try. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, so, like out of the out of the five levels or so that I play through. Only two of them felt like uh, I would dare put in the same class as a Dark Souls game. Like, they oh. <laughs> were long and winding in many, many instances. There were a few that were really quick, especially, you know, once you know where to go and what happened. And uh, the weapons, uh, I didn't feel, were anywhere near as plentiful as in other games. And uh, the car- and the story felt, you know, as far as a Souls game, as a game like this goes, it was uh, pretty quick. Like, you could beat this game in 30, 40 hours if you wanted to. You know, even less, actually, if you wanted to. And I know that sounds crazy that I'm whining about, oh, well, you only played 30 <laughs> hours. Well, even mine, like, I believe Dark Souls 2, I had to play for, like, 60 to 80 hours before I beat it. So... If you're expecting to have that length of a gameplay, probably not. Now, I will say that I th- I feel like this is the most perfect example of a company dipping their toe in the water to see how people react to it, and I didn't feel cheated at all. Because I, at the end of the day, I still played quite a bit. There was quite a bit of stuff to do, and uh, the bosses, well, there were like five bosses in this game. <laughs> so not that many but at the same time they were challenging enough that i feel like they have a great starting point for a really good franchise and if 
in number two they go all in, I feel like we'll have something really special. Though as of now, you know, it's kind of limited. Mm. Number nine, um, no character create, which might surprise some people because usually in games like this you can design your character however you want, but not so. So if you're expecting to be able to play like a girl or a boy, nope, it's this one guy named Warren. That's your character. Not a huge minus, but still. Number seven, or number eight. There are glitches in this game, Joe. <laughs> They're actually, not only are there glitches, they are very easy to recre- recreate glitches in this game. <laughs> like, uh, I was playing in the third level, and there, and I think I figured it out. If you're carrying a bow staff, and you have uh, scraps to pick up, and uh, you jump off this one ledge on this high area instead of going down the stairs the game will crash <laughs> i actually cool. did this a few times it was like it's the closest i've ever been to being a qa tester <laughs> and i was like oh holy shit that's that made it through the game okay <laughs> but and there are a few of them like they're they're not plentiful i think that of the i was able to find like three but you know there are glitches and uh it can be quite annoying, especially like like with my, in my instance, I was rushing to get somewhere really quick. And the third level, for a while, you're you're like basically walking a country mile to get to the next save point in the beginning. So for me, it was like frustrating. Like I can't use this shortcut. Are you serious? Like, <laughs> <laughs> but you know they are present. Number seven, Joe, the yo-yo effect. Oh, and this one is actually kind of funny to watch, but it can still take you out of the immersion of this game. Like something I've noticed. It's like, uh, you know, proper game design. You map out the level and you say, this enemy will stay here or will be here. Now, the yo-yo effect, I've noticed with a lot of enemies that if you are fighting with them and you back up just enough, you can actually calculate how far they can run before they have to (laughs) run right back to that exact point on the map that they started in. And it would happen to frustratingly sometimes frustrating effects. Like I'd be like in the middle of fighting this enemy and all of a sudden they would just run away and go back to their, to the spot. Like I would fight him a little bit of back and forth. Then all of a sudden, and the, <laughs> and it's funny cause I'll still be in eyesight of the enemy, but it'll feel the need to go through the, through the spot. But, and this is quite a few enemies. Like there was like only one enemy called the Proteus one where they will follow you to the ends of the earth until they, until they catch you. But for the most part, most of the enemies, like, they don't like being away from this one spot in the map more than they have to. And you can take advantage of that, but at the same time, uh, you know, it's sort of like, it's like an annoying reminder that, yep, you sure are playing a video game right now. (laughs) Uh, Number six, uh, the camera is amazingly sensitive in this game. Like, it's not often that, you know, you could hold hold on to the camera stick and... I, the TV spun around so much that I nearly got sick. Like I, (laughs) now thankfully, um, there is a camera sensitive sensitivity option in the game. And I made sure to like increase that significantly, but you know, like as it is, it made me really nauseous a few times, (laughs) which is not normal, which is usually not the case. Like it's, I, I can count on one hand how many times I've had to fiddle with the camera and it's only one finger, and that game is the surge. So <laughs> just pointing that out. Uh, so, now, some of these will go with the whole toe-dipping thing. And number five, uh, the, the weapons, like 
the weapons felt really limited, and some of them are really, really, really good ideas. So, but again, we sort it sort of feels limited. It is the amount that they got. Uh, also, as as well as the weapons go, so uh, there were like quite a few instances. Like they did really good animations for the game. There's actually like a trailer video out which shows them they hired stunt people to do the fights. So all those animations were captured by stunt guys, like, doing them and stuff. And they're really, really super cool to look at. But at the same time, it they all, sometimes they don't make sense. Like, for instance, uh, there's a single rigged animation where it chops the guy's head off. And that makes sense when I'm using a bladed si- single rigged weapon. However, sometimes it's a giant wrench. <laughs> so when I'm, like cleanly cutting this guy's head off with a giant <laughs> wrench it's like okay that 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 doesn't make sense but all right and it, you know, it's just one of those things like uh it's not like they were skimping on the animations they you they did quite a few of them but uh, it, it like sometimes the animation for how i'm cutting this human body in half doesn't make a lot of sense so <laughs> uh number four surprisingly big lack of music really yeah yeah like the only time I can remember music is in boss fights, and like I said, there's five bosses in this game. <laughs> um, now, they, they do use the music also in those uh, company videos I was telling you about, too, as they have, like, this annoying jingle that they play at the beginning and <laughs> every single time, which is very true to form for a company video. It's, <laughs> these things are impressive. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, for the most part, it's just atmosphere. And sometimes it's really cool, like, w- with the human enemies, like, some of them will yell at you as they're charging at you, which is something I don't feel is used enough, because just hearing, ah! It's just, it's just <laughs> when you're like in a dim hallway and whatnot is kind of kind of can really scare you sometimes however after a while it loses it loses that luster but still uh, a little bit more music because usually these games have like these amazing set pieces and whatnot but that's another one no, number three top three uh side quests are super easy to miss uh, if it wasn't for the fact that I found a guy on YouTube who uh, played through this game and explained all of them, uh, I could dare say you could miss just about half of them. Because <laughs> sometimes it's uh, you have to like bump into this person, and it doesn't help that, especially if you bump into an NPC in the field, it's very easy to confuse them for just one of those enemies that are trying to attack you. In, in mo- like because they're the same people that they use for those guys as they are or with the NBCs and sometimes games characters are like robots and stuff. So you can just, you can immediately assume it's an enemy and just jump and kill it. In fact, the guy was following on YouTube who may, l- missed out on one of the side quests at the beginning of the game because he thought an NPC was an enemy and killed him. So, <laughs> uh, they do need to work on differentiating it a little bit. It's, uh, I will say that. Oh, I want to go back to five because there's one more thing I wanted to talk about weapons. So the big thing about this game is like if you chop off a limb, you get whatever's there. So that's like the key thing because, you know, it's like, okay, cool. I can add more and more stuff. I won't say when, but there comes a part where enemies start having flamethrowers. And immediately I'm like, oh, boy, this will be fun. So I find one of these enemies and I chop off the arm with the flamethrower. However... They don't want to give me a flamethrower, so I just don't get a flamethrower. <laughs> Which was, I don't want to 
say a word like heartbreaking, but it was a bummer for sure. Because you make this big deal about this game being about you chop it off, you can use it. And then like less than halfway through the game, you give me an instance where I chop off something and I can't use it. So I I felt a little cheated. And uh, as far as the flamethrower goes and going by the animation of the enemies, like they could have just made it it, like with the enemies that use this flamethrower, they're the super easy to kill because you just like run around them because they take forever to turn and and you just hit them in the back. Like you could have just had, you could have just had that in the game with me too. And I would have found my own excuse to not use it, but it's weird that, all these enemies start getting long range weapons. And for whatever reason, despite the fact that my character is a 10th degree black belt with a bow staff, all of a sudden, <laughs> I don't know how to pull a trigger to f- shoot a flamethrower or whatever the heck. <laughs> like I would even accept it if like Nika, you, uh, ch- you chop it off. Cause it's like this big block for a flamethrower. I, w- I would even accept it if it just was like a, like a blunt weapon afterwards or something like that. That irritated me. So I wasn't, uh number two um like uh, this one you know in hindsight maybe i would have put it down lower but uh while i did enjoy the story for the most part uh the payoff for it at the end isn't that isn't that great uh i played it and uh by the first thing i said was what the fuck just happened (laughs) i was like did i lose did i win what happened and uh, i was kind of lost so that that was a little annoying again but, you know, it does leave it wide open for a sequel, which I do hope comes because there <laughs> is a lot of potential here. But the ending there is like, what What the hell? And it, <laughs> you know, so wasn't ecstatic about that. And the number one issue I had with this game, enemy variety in this game is pretty bad. Like, like I hate to constantly compare it to Dark Souls, but it's a Souls-like game. So you, one of those games, the enemy variety is just staggering. Like, you could fill a book just with the enemies that you'll bump into this game. It's actually part of the fun of playing a game like this. Is like, you'll all of a sudden be in this new area and be like, oh, man, man, what's going to be in this area? Well, in The Surge, I'll tell you what's going to be in this area. It's going to be a dude who in armor who wants to beat you up. And it's <laughs> it's like that for roughly 90, 90% of the enemies. Uh, there are some robots in there, but they're not used that much. I could probably count on on my one hand how many robots I saw in this game, not including bosses. <laughs> but for the most part, it's all guys with like these choppable parts off, which is <coughs> excuse me, which would be great if there was a lot more armor and a lot more weapons to collect. Which goes back to what I was saying earlier. Because then having all this would make sense. You can even have like special characters and special areas where only they have these uh, armor pieces. But really, you could find most of uh, the armors in like at least three different levels each. With the exception of just one, but that that's really it. So, and, and it's kind of frustrating because like with this being taken taking place in the future with all this technology and what have you, I think there was a lot of room where you could just have fun. And it makes me wonder if a game like Horizon Zero Dawn coming out felt like it clipped the legs under the <laughs> the creator's <laughs> legs there. It's like because maybe they wanted to do a robot dinosaur, and they're like, "Oh crap, this guy came out first. Take the dinosaurs." <laughs> but and, and don't get me wrong, there are some enemies in this game that are actually really memorable and really cool. But 
for the most part, you're just fighting other guys. And like I said, the combat is fun, but after a while, you sort of want something more. So, and that's, those are my primary issues with the game. Uh, before I give my ratings, do you have any other questions for me on this one, Joe? Uh, as a matter of fact, I do. Um, okay. as, as you are the one of the two of us, so for now, that uh, owns the PlayStation 4 Pro, um, how did you play this game? Because I know I'm looking at a, an article here that says that, that Pro users are given two options for visuals uh, with the Surge. You can go with, you know, and you've got your 4K TV as well, your HDR set, so you're, you're, you're well in set for the foreseeable future. Mm. Um, and this game gives the option to play it, play it either in 4K at 30 frames uh, per second or in 1080 at 60 frames. Uh, which did you choose, Malcolm? Did you go for the for the visuals or did you go for the frame rate? Uh, I went for performance, and I'll tell you why. I did notice because uh, this update came a little later. Like when I first played it, I was just playing it normal. Then they finally posted the HDR settings on there in a later update. Uh with the uh, performance options, I noticed that the gameplay actually moved a lot faster. And uh, it made, uh, I, in my opinion, it made the combat even better. It had being focused on performance. So uh, that's where I went. Okay. And, uh, I mean, just in general, though, like even uh, prioritizing frame rate over, over raw visuals, um, how would you say that the game looks overall? Uh, look-wise, I thought it was really, really good. I, like, is in, like, wide areas, such as the scrapyard in the first area and the bio labs in the second area, you've got, like, all these colors and whatnot. Like, one thing I will, you know, sort of give the thumbs down on, this being futuristic, they felt a, a reason, a, like, for some reason, they have a lot of corridors in this game. Like, a lot of time you're going in ventilation areas and whatnot. But the game, like, I did a fantastic job of capturing the look of feel of like this high tech corporation. Cause you're essentially, that's where you're fighting through. You're fighting through who you go through the R and D department, you go through the bio labs, you even go through a launch pad. So you go through like all these different areas and like, ex- believe it or not, one of the most eerie, eerie places I've, uh, I've played through is the executive suite. And that's because when you get in there, it's like all this high class. There's this very peaceful music playing in the background. Uh, s- something really stupid that I'll just say. Like <laughs> it has some of the best animations for stones I've ever seen in my life. Cause, <laughs> okay, because they set up like these Zen gardens and whatnot, and they have like all these like white stones on top of each other. And I really enjoy. And it, it looked it looked super real. And you're fighting through, like, probably the most peaceful office you've ever seen, but there are, like, these deranged lunatics that are screaming at you, trying to cut you to pieces with the giant axes and stuff. Like, it, I thought this, I thought it looked really good, especially some of the more advanced enemies, these, uh, which are mainly the bosses, especially that final boss, which I wish they did more with. Uh, those were some amazing uh, fi- amazing looks excuse me, that I saw from the game. So I thought the graphics looked really good. Excellent. Um, trying to think. I'm not sure. Have any more questions? Do you have any parting thoughts, Malcolm? Before you give your for your final here, Uh, I was really torn on this one. Like uh, I I enjoyed playing it quite a bit. It's it's right down the middle. Like I I enjoyed playing it. It's one of the few times where, like the difficulty was just right too. Like I would destroy this one level, then I would start a new level. 
and I would get destroyed. And for a second, I would be like, "This game's fu- this game's awful," and, <laughs> and turn it <laughs> off. But then I would like sit down on the couch, and I would think, "Wait, what if I did it like this?" And I would do that. I would get a little farther. I'd start letting leveling up. I'd start memorizing enemy patterns, and before you know it, I was destroying that level. And then I would make it to the next level, and wash, rinse, repeat. Now, <laughs> <laughs> so I was actually really enjoying it. And like I said, there's so much potential for this to be something. So much potential, but at the same time, it felt like they held back. It, it felt like there, and as somebody who's written stuff, I can understand. Like maybe I don't think they wanted to like write out 500 pages worth of backstory and what happened, <laughs> and just have this get like little bad reception, which, which is one of the reasons why I'm so bummed that, you know, it didn't even crack the top uh, 20 on the MPD numbers that we did a little while back. But uh, at the same time, I feel like if they put a little bit more, this would have been like a really, really worthwhile uh, title and been in our, been like a really, really strong contender for a game of the year. Mm. As it is right now, I would uh, recommend it highly for our Cinderella bracket. Because at the end of the day, I had a tremendous amount of, amount of fun with it. And who knows, maybe we could be ta- I could be talked to and letting it get to the finals, depending on how things <laughs> end up here. But, but you know, it's, I was uh, trying to figure out a rating. Usually, you know, go to, we're like, buy it now, wait for it to go on sale, yada, yada. I was teetering between a low full price and a high wait for a sale. But in the end, I'm going to have to say wait for it to go on sale. Well, even though I – and it kills me to say that because I do want people to buy this and I do want this to be successful. But uh, yeah, I, I felt that it needed just a little bit more. But aside from that, I enjoyed it quite a bit. If you enjoy Souls games, I think you'll have a lot of fun with this one. And uh, like I said, if you're a trophy guy, it's an easy – if you're a Souls guy, it's an easy tri- platinum, I feel. So, okay. So, yeah, that, that – that's my experience with the surge. All right, there you have it, folks. All right, folks. Thanks so much for joining us. If you enjoyed what you heard, you can find us over on on such apps as podcasts on your i on your Apple device, where you can just hit that subscribe button and get every episode as they come. Also, five star reviews and something written really help out the show. You can also find us on such apps, such as as Stitcher Radio if you're on Android, as well as Pocket Cast, which is one we highly, highly recommend. If you'd prefer to download the episode proper, well, head over to our website, thefirmup.com, where you can find each and every single episode as they come. And uh, if you enjoy the show and want to help us out a little bit more, we are on Patreon, and every little bit helps now. So please head on over there, and we appreciate anything you can do. You can also find us on Twitter at the firm up for the show at PS Mouth for me and at Wands twenty three for the show. And once again, if you want to take advantage of that Audible full trial we got, that's audibletrial.com slash firmware update. Joe, is there anything I'm forgetting? Uh, I guess I would like to plug the proper URL for our Patreon rather than just pointing people at the website and letting it. Uh, letting them find it. Uh, it is patreon.com slash the firm up. Uh, that again is patreon.com slash the firm up. Yeah, I'll memorize it in time, folks. Don't worry. 
As should you. <laughs> All right, folks. We will see you next time. Adios, muchachos. Mm-hmm.